It's now 7.09 Central Time from the Faith Radio Network. And I'm Austin Hill, honored to have you with us weekday morning, 6 till 8. Let's talk about retirement and business. What do you uh, what do you tell yourself when you uh, look at the numbers, you look at the uh, investment portfolio, the bank account, the likely draw that you might have on a retirement pension or Social Security, and you say, I just, I can't retire. I can't afford to just stop working once I reach my earlier mid-60s. Bill English, publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. I, I, I was impressed with this when I was doing some research for my last book back about five years ago. You've said it before on this program. The concept of retirement, as we characterize it in our culture, is just simply not a scriptural idea. Tell us more. No, it isn't. It could be a lot, A, because the Bible doesn't ever condone somebody just stopping working and living on their savings and, in, by extension in our culture, partially living off the government and off of the work of other people. Mm-hmm. So the Bible is very clear um, about uh, if you don't work, you shouldn't eat. Therefore, the corollary would be that if you want to eat, you should work. And I at least be productive in something. It doesn't mean you have to work your typical 60 hours a week like you might when you're Aaron's age and uh, trying to get ahead in life. But at the same time, you, you, you do need to be productive and contributing back to your family and society. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet we, uh, we live in a culture where generations of Americans, for the bigger part of, what, 40 or 50 years or so, really for all your, your lifetime and mine, uh, we have been... You can say we've been sold a bill of goods, we've been lied to, but we nonetheless have uh, uh, lived with this notion that, hey, once you hit 62, 63, 64, 65, somewhere in there, uh, you can just quit. And your employer intends for you to quit at some point, um, and uh, the government says you can quit and and get your Social Security paid back to you on a monthly basis. There is this expectation in our culture that we can and should just quit at some point. But I think that's fading. I really do. I think with the boomers entering retirement, and uh, especially with the Gen Xers and the millennials, I think that that concept is fading. I think it was very strong with the traditionalists, who were the were the generation ahead of the boomers. Uh, but I, I think that's fading, and I'm glad it's fading, because it's not a biblical concept. Bill English, publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. He's uh, with us uh, in studio here at Faith Radio Network. All right, so this idea of owning and operating a business, starting a business even, at age 55, 60, 65, to some that sounds crazy, that's something that's becoming more and more common. Tell us your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's becoming very common, actually, for folks who, uh, we'll call them the 55-plus. Now, I'm 54, and I, I think you're in your early 50s, Austin. Um, or is it the early 40s? No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I'm 51. I chided Bill last time he was here about how much younger I am. I'm 51. But uh, I think uh, for the 55-plus crowd, uh, th- they are having trouble on a couple of fronts. Number one, um, the retirement estimates that they were given when they were in their teens and 20s were just plain wrong because nobody expected life expectancy to go as long as it did. Number two, I think the economy, especially the recession of 2008, wiped out a lot of their savings. It mm-hmm. wasn't their fault. It just happened. Number three, medical expenses have gone up quite a bit. Some of them have been wiped out by unforeseen medical bills. And so for a combination of reasons, you're seeing boomers needing to really earn significant income. And they're not able to find good jobs to do that. And so many of them are turning to entrepreneurship and starting their own business. And I, you know, you, you know, woohoo from me, uh, you, I'll be your cheerleader kind of thing. So I like it. 
Yeah, no, I I think it's a very healthy thing. I would like to think that uh, both youth ministry and adult ministry and and even seniors ministry in churches would be more open to the idea of encouraging and maybe even teaching entrepreneurship on this level. And as a guy who not only is an entrepreneur, but publishes a website, a very prolific website at that called BibleAndBusiness.com, I think that's probably something you would encourage as well. I would, yeah. And in fact, I've, I've been toying with the idea of putting together a one-day how do you start your business uh, from a biblical perspective seminar uh, for churches and for nonprofit organizations? It's, uh, it's something that the church needs to really start embracing, and that is the idea that business owners and business leaders and business in general is a good thing. It's not a thing of greed. It's not a thing of, of vice. It is a good thing and that the church uh, really should have a, a major uh, say in what's going on. I had it uh, explained to me once, and by the way, I, I, ever since I, I first started uh, hosting my weekend program, Austin Hills Big World of Small Business, even before the the version of it that I do on Faith Radio existed, um, it's existed on, on some secular stations in other parts of the country for uh, four years, almost five years now, but really since its inception, I, I'm constantly bombarded, I would say, with questions from people who say, First and foremost, my son or daughter, they're in their teens, they're in their 20s, they're in their 30s, they just can't find a job anywhere, they got a college degree, they can't get a foothold into the job market, what do I do, what do I tell them? And then secondarily, I'm in my 50s, I'm in my 60s, I don't have enough money to retire to, I can't afford to just quit working, how do I start a business uh, uh, myself? I I get questions about that all the time. It strikes me that uh, we really do need a paradigm shift, an attitude shift. And you're, you're hinting at this, that the, we, we need to recognize in the church that business is not uh, something inherently evil. It's actually it's, uh, something inherently necessary. And uh, when understood properly and, and done properly, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of in some ways at its most basic core, kind of a biblical mandate, I would say. Your, your further thoughts? Well, my further thoughts are this. A, the Bible, I think, encourages business. You go to Luke 19 and you see the parable of the talents where God gives some five, two, and one, and another version of that parable, it's 10, five, and two, and uh, and he expects a profit in return, and that's an economic profit. That's not just some kind of spiritual profit there. Uh, the Bible likes business. Uh, you know, Deuteronomy uh, 8, God gives us the ability to create wealth, and that wealth is to be used for his glory, but still, he gives us the ability to create wealth. Like anything good, Austin, it can be uh, perverted to evil. Evil is always the perversion of that which is good. And so you take something good like running a business and creating profit, you can pervert it to evil. But just because it's more easily perverted than maybe some other things doesn't mean that Christians should avoid it altogether. All right, we'll continue. Uh, Bill English from BibleAndBusiness.com in studio with us. Quick break with uh, more thoughts on uh, boomers and uh, retirees, early retirees, near retirees becoming entrepreneurs and the church's role in the middle of that. Uh, We'll talk more in just a moment. This is the Faith Radio Network. I'm Austin Hill. It's 7.18 Central Time from the Faith Radio Network. 
I'm Austin Hill here weekday mornings, 6 till 8. Breakpoints with John Stone Streets and Eric Metaxas on the way in just moments. Bill English is the publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. He is uh, at the focal point of our Small Business Owners Breakfast Series, uh, the first event coming up on March 12th. We'll tell you about that coming up in just a few moments. From your vantage point, Bill, where is a good starting point for the person uh, listening to uh, the program today and they're saying, I, I want to know more about entrepreneurship. I want to plan for my future, take responsibility for my financial future uh, because my retirement uh, finances are uncertain. Or maybe even the pastor uh, who's saying, I, I want to be able to at least get a good conversation going in our church and maybe some worthwhile instruction on entrepreneurship. What, From your perspective, what's a good starting point with that? Well, obviously, I'd love it if they called you or me, because I think you have a wealth of information on instruction about entrepreneurship, and I know that I have some ideas as well. But look, um, if, if you want to start a business, let's say you're 57, 58, and you're thinking, you know, I've got a lot to give here. There's, I have a lot of value here in the marketplace, and I have a lot to give. So what, where do you start? I think you look at what you're really ish, interested in <clears throat> excuse me, and, uh, and what you're passionate about, and then you start to socialize that with some of your trusted advisors and your friends. And the question that you're going to ask is, is there a way to monetize this into a business? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you start. You start with your interests and your passion, and be sure that God is calling you to do this. Because, look, um, I'm a big believer in the fact that uh, God should be calling you to business ownership. You just don't dive in because it's something else to do. Right, sure. Yeah, there needs to be a, a calling attached to it. I, I had, um, and this was many, many years ago. This is actually before I started doing my uh, uh, Big World of Small Business program. But I was involved in a seminar, and I was just uh, sort of a, a fly in the wall taking it all in. I was sitting in the audience, and um, a, a gentleman who was several years my senior at the time, this was probably a decade ago, so this man was well into his 60s at this point, and um, he he asked the seminar speaker, he said, I'm 62 and uh, you know I'm, I'm unemployed and I've got all this experience and all this this valuable uh, wisdom that I've uh, developed uh, from the the job marketplace but nobody will hire me because I'm balding and my hair is gray and you know they just want um, young uh, more exciting better appearing people who will work for cheaper than I will and I just don't know what to do and the seminar speaker very graciously said sir people might not hire you but they will buy from you in other words, and then he went on to explain yeah. and what he was saying. Yeah. In other words, is to say your wisdom is so so valuable. It's an attribute. Don't run from it. Don't run from your age. Don't look down upon it. You've got uh, wisdom that could make a good business owner. And sort of walked through the steps to making that happen with the gentleman. It was just so inspiring. Give us give us your thoughts on that for the person who's saying I'm I'm too old to be in the workforce these days. What do they do? Well, you know, you you take a look at yourself. And this is where some trusted friends who can speak truthfully into your life are very helpful. But you take a look at yourself and say, what can I really offer to the marketplace that has value? And usually wisdom and experience is going to be at the top of the list. Monetizing that and making that into a product that people will buy is going to be the trick. Mm -hmm. Uh, For instance, you would have a lot of experience in how to run a radio show, right? And, and uh, you would be able to monetize that in a, in a certain way, but you're not going to monetize that to people who build buildings, for example. So um, you've got to have a way to monetize it. You have to have a way to turn it into a product and describe that product in a way that people 
want to buy that and that they think that there's value there for you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, uh, what would you want pastors to know, Bill English, about addressing these issues that are probably already unfolding in the church, whether a pastor is onto it and focused on it or not? There's probably uh, boomers facing a retirement crisis, so to speak, and uh, a pastor who says, I, I want the church to address these needs. I just don't know how. Well, you know, the the first, uh, for whatever reason, when you're asking that question, the first thing that came to my mind was that pastors themselves are often entrepreneurs and they don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. But you look at what a lot of pastors do on Sunday mornings, there's a lot of entrepreneurship in that, trying out new things, new, there's just all sorts of things that pastors do. I would uh, suggest that uh, at a minimum, a pastor could uh, hold a monthly uh, entrepreneurship group and just say, hey, let's get all the entrepreneurs together and let's just talk about what's going on in the market and talk about what we can do to encourage you and help you and let's share ideas and do some things like that. If nothing else, that would provide a place for the 55-plus entrepreneur to say, I've got a starting point and I've got a team that maybe can give me some ideas on how to get started. Mm-hmm. Getting started is uh, something we're hoping to accomplish uh, with the Small Business Breakfast Series that we're holding here at Faith Radio with Bill English and BibleandBusiness.com. You can find that info on our website at MyFaithRadio.com or get over to BibleandBusiness.com, the website that uh, Bill and his team publishes. Uh, Our first uh, Small Business Breakfast event actually happens at the University of Northwestern St. Paul. It's coming up on March 12th, but uh, we've got a whole roster of them, and uh, we're getting some very good response. We're very encouraged by this. Yeah, I am. I'm encouraged this week. We started getting registrations this week for the March 12 event, which is good. And uh, the March 12 event, Boston, you're the one speaking at that. You're keynoting and starting it off. And you'll be talking about how to really get a lot of marketing value out of a shoestring marketing budget. And this is obviously for small business owners. Mm you know, you don't have to attend. If you want to attend online, we'll also be webcasting these through WebEx. So if you're in Wisconsin or Iowa or the Dakotas or even down into Nebraska and you want to uh, be a part of this, uh, you can still register. It's still $49, but uh, you can attend through WebEx. You can uh, find that info at uh, BibleAndBusiness.com. That's BibleAndBusiness.com. All the uh, details there on Bill English's website, and we'll hope to see you there. Bill, as always, thanks uh, so much. Great fun being with you, and uh, we look forward to talking again soon. Have a good day, Austin. And you as well. 726 from the Faith Radio Network. I am Austin Hill, and Breakpoint is on the way next. Is this one of the first times you've landed on our station? Hello, welcome to Faith Radio. Here, it's all about connecting faith to life every day. As a new Faith Radio friend, can we send you a free welcome packet? It includes a welcome CD and personalized products to introduce you to the ministry. To request your Faith Radio welcome packet, look for About when you visit MyFaithRadio.com. 